Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Birds Nest Podcast. I'm Joe Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us. The Philadelphia Eagles have been booking tea times for the last few weeks, but there have been a number of changes that have been happening off the field and a number of stories, and we're going to take a few moments and delve into those. And by far and away, the biggest ones were the hiring of Kellen Moore and Vic Fangio to be the offensive and defensive coordinators, respectively. Now, we're going to start with Vic Fangio because that was actually confirmed by friend of the show and Philadelphia Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. The Vic Fangio hiring is actually something that has been in the works for quite a long time. It's just a year too late than what the Eagles were originally hoping for. Vic Fangio was brought on as a consultant at the end of the 2022-23 to season to help the Eagles get ready for their deep playoff run and for their Super Bowl appearance. The Philadelphia Eagles were hoping to bring him on as the permanent defensive coordinator. Unfortunately, that was a situation where timing didn't pan out, so the Eagles instead went to one of his disciples, so to speak, and Sean Desai, while he's been a decent defensive coordinator before the collapse happened, is no Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio has been with a number of teams over the years. He was with the Colts starting in 99. In 2011, he went to the 49ers, 2015 to the Bears, 2019 to the Broncos in the only time that he was the head coach, and in 2023 to the Dolphins. Each time during his first year, he was able to affect a significant jump. According to an article by NBC Sports Philadelphia's Ruben Frank, Defenses that have brought Vic Fangio in to be their coordinator or their head coach have improved on average 9 to 10 places in both yards allowed and points allowed. Now, the Eagles in these statistics are at the bottom of the pack in the 23 to 24 season. The Eagles were 26th in the league in total yards per game allowed by their defense, 356.1 on average. And they were 30th in the league in total points allowed per game, 25.2 on average. So the Eagles have definitely got some room for improvement. And it's definitely hopeful that bringing in somebody with such a defensive mind like Vic Fangio would be able to improve a lot of those statistics. And we don't need to look that much farther than the team that he was just with, the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins were 10th in the league in yards per game, allowing 318.3 on average. They were really good against the run, allowing just 97.1 yards on average per game in the run game to opposing offenses. That's 7th in the league. And while Vic Fangio's defenses haven't been known for blitzing necessarily, they have been able to get pressure to the quarterback effectively. The Miami Dolphins last season had a 9.86% sack per pass attempt. Now, where things tend to go awry and where things might be concerning for Philadelphia Eagles fans is more so in the personnel. Vic Fangio arriving in Miami, he had a ton of personnel that he was able to work with. He had the talent. Coming into Philadelphia, he's coming into a very, very thinned-out defense 
And while, yes, the Eagles do have one of the best defensive lines in the league, and you will probably see more resources poured into it with rumors that Fletcher Cox is going to be retiring, absent Reed Blankenship, who had a career season this season, Philadelphia Eagles had some issues in the defensive backfield. And the fact that the Eagles didn't really take a ton of time over the season to invest in in the defensive backfield. They brought in some resources, certainly Shaquille Leonard being the biggest defensive backfield addition, but this was a particularly noticeable weak point for the Eagles, and the fact that it never seemed to get addressed, whether it be by the trade deadline or through free agency or something, kinda had a lot of Eagles fans concerned. And that's gonna be something that the Eagles are gonna need to take a look at in the offseason to allow for somebody like Vic Fangio to come in and be able to mastermind a defense that is going to be significantly improved over the course of the previous season. The Eagles were bottom of the league in most statistics by the end of the season. So now we're going to move from the defensive side of the football to the offensive side of the football and look at Kellen Moore. And I will start by saying that it has not yet been officially confirmed by the Eagles that Kellen Moore is going to be brought in. Adam Schefter, Ian Rappaport, Tom Palacero have all indicated that Moore is going to get brought on, but the Eagles still have not announced him in the same way that the Eagles have announced Fangio. Now, Moore comes to the Eagles from the LA Chargers, and he comes to the Eagles with play-calling experience. He called plays for the Chargers, he's called plays for the Dallas Cowboys, and this is definitely going to be something that's going to inject some new life. Why? Because some areas where the Eagles were significantly weaker under Brian Johnson were motion, pre-snap motion, where the Eagles were 32nd in the league in motion rate, whereas the LA Chargers were number 8 last season. We're also expecting the Eagles' offense to get significantly better against the Blitz, and that is evidenced by Moore's time in Dallas. He was number 1 in the league in success rate against the Blitz in 2021. There's a lot of variety on the offense, and there's always going to be certain things that are going to try to throw off opposing defenses. The Eagles' offense over the course of this past season had gotten very stale and very predictable, and the Eagles were not able to recover from that, and that led to their end-of-season collapse. Highlighted by the fact that somebody like Christian McCaffrey was able to go on to the Manning cast and predict a play from that game. Jalen Hurts is running a QB draw to the left. The tight end's going to pull. He's deep. Tight end's deep, so he's sifting backside. There you go. Oh, look at that. Uh, look at that. Eli. He sifted, but That's it wasn't a, to the left. That, that, All right. See, I would have gone. You see that, that open B gap on the left there. Somebody went the wrong way. The, 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 the tight end was pulling to the left. He didn't follow the, the block. Now, there is an area of weakness, and that is going to be the run game. Moore's offenses have not been great in the run department. In fact, last season, the LA Chargers were 25th in the league in rushing yards per game at 96.6 on average per game. And for an Eagles fan base that is demonstrably run the football, that should definitely be an area of concern. 
but the Eagles already have some folks that they can rely on. Jeff Stoutland is the run game coordinator for the Philadelphia Eagles, in addition to being the offensive line coach. And he has been with the Eagles since the Chip Kelly days. He has worked under numerous head coaches. He knows how to put together a run game. But on the whole, more should be an improvement for the Eagles offense. During his four years with the Cowboys, the Cowboys ranked second in the NFL in points per game, averaging 27.7, second in yards per game, averaging 391, fourth on third downs, 44.1%, fourth in passing yards per game at 264, seventh in rushing yards per game at 126.6, and third in first downs at 22.5. This is all according to Ruben Frank over at NBC Sports Philadelphia. Even if more might not be especially not necessarily the best in the run game, more can rely on some awesome resources at the team, especially in Jess Stoutland, who has a wealth of NFL experience, a wealth of Eagles experience, as well as weapons that he might not have had in other places. Jalen Hurts is a generational quarterback, and... If he's able to get back to his 22-23 to 23 season form, Moore will have a weapon to utilize when designing the offensive scheme that he may not have had ever before. So there's definitely plenty of reason to get excited about these coordinators. And even if there are a lot of things that need to happen and a lot of pieces that still need to come together, especially on the defensive side of the football, because let's face it, the offensive side of the football already has a whole bunch of the pieces, then the Eagles should be very well poised to make a rebound after their disastrous end to the 2023-24 to season. Now, that does leave up in the air the question of Nick Sirianni, and Nick Sirianni was very passive when it came to the question of what is his job as the head coach of the team. I guess what, you know, it'd be this very similar to what's going on right now, um, you know, if that mean I'll sit more into defensive meetings at times, maybe, right? Instead of always being in an offensive meeting, maybe I go to a defensive meeting here and there. Um, but my job is to be the head coach of the team, not the head coach of the offense, not the head coach of the defense, not the head coach of the special teams, but be the, be the head coach of the football team. And so that's building the culture. That's making sure the culture's, um, you know, working you know with our our five core values are taking every day at a time like we're not coming up with new core values uh i mean we may shuffle of where you know where the things are that are important um and the most important um but that's diving into that building the culture having a relationship with the guys on the football team um because i know when when i have that connection with the guys on the football team um that's when things are you know that when that's when the culture is working um, and, and working at high level. And then that's where the, our connection with the players and then their connection with each other works well too. And this is something that is definitely raised a lot of alarm bells in Eagles fans trying to figure out, well, what's Sirianni's point in being there. But the way I see it, there has to be somebody there to provide the overall direction and the overall guidance and the overall management of the team, especially with the in-game scenarios. Sirianni handed off play calling each of the last two seasons. One thing that that has enabled Sirianni to do is be able to provide the head coaching perspective. And it allows the offensive coordinator in a particular way to run the offense. 
The way I see it, though, you have to have the right pieces in place. And just like in advance of the 22-23 to 23 season, when the Eagles were trying to figure out if Jalen Hurts was the guy, and the Eagles went out and they got him all kinds of weapons in A.J. Brown, in Miles Sanders, in a number of other players that the Eagles brought in to make sure that Jalen Hurts had the weapons that he needed, so that way he could demonstrate to them that, yes, he was, in fact, the guy. I see the Eagles doing kind of a similar thing when it comes to the coaching staff. The Eagles had some questions about him, so what are they doing? They're going out, they're getting Sirianni the weapons that he needs. They're getting him the resources that he needs, the tools that he needs to demonstrate to this team, to the leadership of the team and Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman, that Sirianni is the guy to be the head coach. Speaking of those offensive weapons, there has been a question about A.J. Brown, who removed a lot of references to his being on the Eagles during the lead-up to the postseason. He had some point-blank questions on the Up and Adams show with Kay Adams. Basically, the rumor is that A.J. Brown is going to get traded somewhere, and the way I look at it, I look at it pretty much in performance standards and financial standards as well. So let's look at it performance standards-wise. A.J. Brown last season had 108 catches, that is 8th in the league, on 158 targets. So that does leave a 67.1% completion rating, which certainly isn't the best in the league, but it's also not the worst. A.J. Brown is also 5th in the league in receiving yards at 1,456 receiving yards. He's also 33rd in the league in yards per reception among all receivers, 13.74 on average. And he's tied for 18th in the league among all receivers in receiving touchdowns with 7. In most statistics, he is in the top of the league, and you do need to have then a strong financial incentive and a strong deal to be able to move on from A.J. Brown. So let's take a look at the financial element to this, because if the Eagles were to trade him away, the Eagles would have to incur some kind of a financial hit. It just doesn't get absolved and passed on to the other team. A.J. Brown has a cap hit this year of $12.42 million, and if the Eagles were to trade him before June 1st, the Eagles would incur dead cap money of $41.3 million. For reference, when the Philadelphia Eagles traded Carson Wentz a few seasons ago, the Eagles incurred a dead cap hit of $33.8 million, which at the time was the largest dead cap hit in league history. Now... The Eagles could be presented with a really incentivizing deal for A.J. Brown, but absent something bizarre and outlier-ish in terms of what that deal would look like, the way that I'm looking at this, I don't see any reason for the Philadelphia Eagles to trade A.J. Brown, whether it be through performance or through the financial sense. So those are all the happenings that have been going on with the Eagles and how the Eagles have been in the news, at least among the players and among the coaches, off the field over the course of this past week. 
There are certainly other things that could be happening right now. The conversations about which players might be retiring. Jason Kelsey could be walking some of that back. Fletcher Cox might now be leaning towards retirement himself. There's all kinds of questions surrounding that. And that's something that the Eagles are going to be faced with answering those questions. What's going to happen as the Eagles move forward into the 24 to 25 season? But as always, let me know what you think in the comments below. What are your thoughts about the new coordinators? What are your thoughts about this whole A.J. Brown rumor? What are your thoughts about anything else that might be going on in Eagles world? Let me know. And thank you so much to everybody for tuning into the Bird's Nest podcast. You can support the Bird's Nest podcast by liking and subscribing to Bird's Nest Media right here on YouTube and by sharing to your social media pages. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Amazon Podcasts, and Spotify. And now you can find us on the Odyssey app. And if you are so inclined to support us in a different way, you can find the link to our Patreon in the description below or at birdsnestmedia.com, where you can also find some written pieces and written coverage of the Philadelphia Eagles and the NFL as a whole. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Joe Donahue, and let's go Eagles!